much love. Lovers forever, face to face. My city, your mountains. Stay with me, stay. I need you to love me. I need you today. Give to me your leather. Take from me my lace. It's season four. <laughs> We're back again. Season back four. four. <laughs> season four. We did it. We did it, Renee. We are up to. Oh. I don't know how we did it. I don't know how we did it either, but we're here. And I am, I mean, yeah, I'm delighted that we're still cranking out episodes. I'm sad that we started this pandemic with starting this podcast and we're onto the fourth season and we're still (laughs) in a fucking pandemic. Not loving that vibe, but loving Mm -hmm. our chats, loving our fans, our feedback from the fans, the stories we've been reading. Um, Cannot wait for some season four shenanigans we got lots of really cool stuff lined up for you folks yeah i think it's gonna be a fun a fun little season um i mean it hasn't really been a great kickoff to the year i would say um what's going on in your neck of the woods so i live in ottawa canada's capital which has been occupied by anti- Anti-masker, anti-vaxxers, racist, white supremacists, um, American insurrectionists. It is horrific. It is Mm -hmm. five times worse than what you're seeing on the news, I can guarantee you. Um, It's been very, very scary. It's been very annoying. They are very loud. In fact, there was a court injunction telling them they had to stop because they were making so much noise with their honking of horns. 24 seven that it was tantamount to torture. (laughs) So a court (laughs) judge, like a judge court ordered them to stop honking for at least 10 days. Um, like one of the truckers literally got a via rail train whistle and put it on his, I shit you not. You would go downtown Ottawa and it would sound like you were on the train tracks about to get killed by a train. Like it is, it is incomprehensible how awful it's been. So I was very excited to be back (laughs) in front of the mic for season four (laughs) because uh, it's given me something to look forward to um, because it feels very scary. And, you know, the the big stereotype is that Ottawa is a city that fun forgot. Ottawa is really boring. And uh, it has not been. And in fact, many, many counter protester signs have said, make Ottawa boring again. And uh, <laughs> nice. I want that to be the case. So yeah, my oh. poor, and it's just embarrassing. Like it's just so embarrassing. The Daily Show yeah. was making fun of it. Um, there's an entire mm-hmm. section of the New York Times website dedicated to the convoy. Like it's there was Canadian flags used at anti-mask protests in Paris, in New Zealand. Oh like within two weeks, the Canadian flag is now seen as a symbol of hate in my city. Like oh. literally, you see a Canadian flag and people start flipping them off because they know they're part of this horrific convoy. Like it's so depressing to Ugh. see the Canadian flag literally become a symbol of hate, like within two weeks, you know? So, so, wow. you know, I just have to say listeners, I'm grateful to be here because uh, we got to mm. find joy where we can. Joy is resistance. 
these people want us to be miserable like they are and refuse to, I will read smut and you will not t- you will <sighs> take it from my cold dead hands, you fuckers. <laughs> oh, but being joyful is so hard. It is so hard, oh. but we got to do it. We got to do it. So this week we're starting off with a bang because it's Valentine's Day. Truly the most. Love important. is alive oh, somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. <I'm> sure. <laughs> <laughs> this is my first Valentine's Day single since I was 15. Wow. Good for you. <laughs> I'm having a lot of big feelings about it. So I'm really glad we're having this conversation and that we're putting some love out into the world. Uh, I know it sounds like a humble brag, but it's just so shocking to me because I didn't think of it until it rolled around. And then I was like, oh my God, I've literally never in my adult life been single on Valentine's Day. So feel free to send me some uh, Valentine's Day cards, listeners, some flowers. We'll never say no. Uh, vegan chocolates, whatever you got up your sleeve. But also, I'm going to tell you right now, don't recommend reading the book I read this week if you're looking for some <laughs> spicy romantic inspo. You're not going to find it in the pages of my book. <laughs> I am excited. I'm excited for this. Um, I do want to just say, though, quickly in relation to this Freedom Convoy, is that they're not making as big a stink here in Edmonton. And I want to say it's probably because of the giant hate spider that lives under our city that is birthing these like Confederate-loving mask hating little assholes that it just keeps turning it out so what i propose is what if we turn this into like a sci-fi podcast for a bit and in the interest of um you know on the ground action and, and research we go fight the spider okay i yeah. i i like it i could li- be my covid brain talking i don't know no but- i love it i love it because it is shocking that where you are in the heart of Berta, things are mm. way more chill than they are here. But I think that's part of it is that here in Ottawa. Um, oh, my God. Can you hear the washing machine? No, I can't. Can you hear my air purifier? No, I can't. Sorry, I just ruined it. But I was like, holy shit, the washing no. machine is clearly like washing something really fucking loud. And so I was like, bang, 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 bang. And I'm like, holy shit, you can't hear it. No, you gotta you gotta give us the beat, Julie. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> okay. Nice. No, you know what? I can't hear it. Okay. And for listeners, it's a treat. You're getting a little bit of. Oh, of sweet! We're not even gonna edit this out. You're gonna get some no. ambience. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Um, no. Why would we? <laughs> Julie, they want to be there with us. They'll run dog it. Everybody wants to be there with you right now, <laughs> wherever you are. So. Okay, well, I'm just going to tell you what I read this week. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. <sighs> okay. <laughs> it's by Anita Thorne. Kind of like nice. that as a pen name. Uh, it's called My Valentine's Day Ghost. Oh, and uh, That's it, my favorite thing. I know, it's everything you love in this world, Renee. So Thank I you. couldn't find too much information on Anita Thorne, other than she writes primarily horror erotica. With oh, some jam, with some queer themes, uh, some like rough elements to it, um, and this particular novella was written in 2013. So, I'm gonna tell you about a, a young woman named Anna. Anna is single on Valentine's Day, and she hates Valentine's Day. 
And her plan was to just order some pizza, watch some movies, stay in. Um, but her colleague and friend, Carrie, says, no, 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 I'm going to this, like, singles Valentine's Day party. Um, you know, it's an excuse to get dressed up nice. Everyone's single, so no one's going to feel sorry for you. Um, it's just, like, a good vibe. She's like, you know what? That might be nice. Let's do that. She's like, okay, cool. I'll pick you up around seven. What's the vibe? And she's like, well, I think I'm going to dress, like, club like a little bit sexier than i would like wearing club wear and so anna's like cool cool i'll go home i'll think of something so she's walking home and this is the like oh my god when you find stuff on the kobo store for 99 cents sometimes you find a gem like a real diamond in the rough (laughs) and sometimes you find some nonsense so she's the story goes anna's walking down the street and all of a sudden feels this really cool breeze and that's bizarre because it's july it's really hot out what's the problem with that what's the problem with that renee i don't know julie tell me well valentine's day is not in fucking july <laughs> it's i mean valentine's day could be any day julie so i'm like woman you can't even keep the fucking timeline right i was like oh my fucking god <laughs> like it's valentine's day is in the title for christ's sake so, and it's the whole plot point. So anyways, it's quote unquote July and she feels a cold breeze and she's like, that's weird. So she goes into her house and she goes rifling through her stuff and she finds this sexy dress with like a nice high slit. And she's like, awesome. This will be great. This will be perfect. And then all of a sudden she hears a loud crash and then she feels something like brush up against her leg. And she's like, what is happening? All of a sudden she is slammed onto the bed. Someone starts, like, she can feel her dress, like, creeping up her body. And something starts fucking her. And she spends very little time trying to interrogate who is doing this to her. Just very quickly accepts that it's some sort of spirit. No questions asked. and th- As you would. Yeah. As you would. And then at one point, she does kind of think, like, oh, when I fell, like, when I got slammed, maybe I... Maybe this is just me having, like, a traumatic brain injury. (laughs) And she's like, fuck it, let's go with it. So then this ghost fucks her every which way from Sunday. She never sees the ghost. She just feels the ghost doing the ghost things. Then all of a sudden, she, like, feels it go away. And she's, like, spent and, like, oh, my God, I'm just going to fall asleep. And then she hears noises in the other room. And she goes and looks. And there's a bubble bath running with rose petals And then someone grabs her hand and leads her into the bath and then gets like a nice massage in the bath, then finger banged in the bath and then (laughs) goes back, gets dried off and carried off into bed. And she's like, "Mm -hmm." and then um, I'm going to read you the last page. I'm going to read you the last page of this fucking hot mess express. Okay. Okay. So... <laughs> okay, so then she hears like knock, 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 uh, ding, dong, ding, dong, ding, dong, and she goes, "Oh fuck!" Yanking the bed covers back, she sprang out of bed, glancing at the clock on her side table. It was 11:30 a.m. Oh fuck, fuck, fuck! She repeated as she sprang from the bed, grabbing a robe from the back of her door. She quickly tied it around her while spinning towards the door. Opening it, she saw Carrie, mouth agape, staring at her. "Where the hell have you been?" she said in a high-pitched voice boss has been on my ass all day because you skipped out on work and are not answering your phone what on earth happened and also who the hell are these from she pointed towards a bouquet of red roses sitting next to the door 
Anna's brain was confused and fuzzy as she tried to process everything that was happening. Um, I'm not sure why I slept in. I think my alarm clock died? I didn't know about the roses. Maybe they're from my mother? Anna sputtered with a bewildered look on her face. Carrie stared at her in disbelief. Your mother? Okay, Anna, can you please get dressed and think of a better excuse than your alarm clock died? She picked up the bouquet of flowers and walked towards the doorway. Walked through the doorway towards her couch. She put the flowers on the coffee table and sat down. Anna closed the door and turned around. Carrie was looking at the wall with a strange expression as she eyeballed clothes everywhere and a pizza box on the floor. So what is with your apartment? Did you have a guy over last night? Anna laughed nervously, thinking about the crazy night she'd had. No, I just didn't like the pizza. I'm going to go change. I'll be right back, she said, walking into her bedroom. Turning, she closed her door to put on clothes. Lying on her bed were work clothes for the day and a note. Scribbled on a piece of ripped paper was, I hope it was better than pizza and bad movies. Enjoy the flowers, and I look forward to seeing you next time. Her face flushed red as Anna silently hoped her visitor wouldn't be long in returning. My Valentine's Day ghost! <laughs> okay here's here's what i need here's what i need to say okay if i could just once have a ghost fuck me mm-hmm. and you know leave out my clothes for the day and you know draw me a bath even though you know how i feel about baths mm-hmm. but like bring my consciousness into another plane of reality <laughs> for so long that maybe i could just like leave the world behind and not have to think about it like it's 11 30 and her friend's like where are you corporate america is waiting for you <laughs> and she's like i don't know what happened it's like no take me back to that state of consciousness and leave me there forever oh Thank you. you're absolutely correct like the whole time mm-hmm. i was just like man this is like kind of an ideal situation like she's literally just doing like she has to do nothing she's just getting like banged out by someone she doesn't even have to look at like the cover oh the cover again i encourage our listeners to go to instagram and twitter (laughs) to see the cover of our books but the cover implies that it's like it's literally a picture of like a hovering man who's like translucent (laughs) um (laughs) but yeah you never see him so like he could be you could just picture him as like a super hot smoke show um who's just you know, taking you down to pound town and you don't have to do anything in return. Like kind of an ideal situation. Absolutely. I just think I would spend more time trying to figure out what that was before I just was like, lay back and fucking take it from some ghost cock. But again, to each their own, you know? I mean, that's, that's the Harriet, the spy super sleuth. And in, in, absolutely. Absolutely. Perfect. I mean, yeah. I'm call me Nancy fucking drew, but I want to know yeah. what's going on with my body. So Mm. you know what that's fair thank that's you fair. i uh i wouldn't i would like just don't send me back um <laughs> just remove my consciousness from my body so that i don't have to pay taxes anymore thank you fair so i would right. give my book um in terms of spice mm-hmm. i'm gonna mm-hmm. give it three out of five cinnamon hearts because Ooh. uh it was 20 pages long 17 pages of it were fucking or maybe 15 pages of it. And like some of it was pretty spicy. I just couldn't personally get past the fact that she wasn't concerned that she was getting fucked by a ghost, but I would still give it some spice. So three out of five uh, cinnamon hearts. And in terms of the sex toy, sex accessory that I would put with this book, uh, I landed on rubber sheets. 
I feel like fucking a ghost could be either like very sanitary or very not. So I feel like just protect your sheets, get some rubber sheets, you know? Um, Yeah, that's what I landed on. How about you? What did you get up to this week? What did you read? Well, here's what I wanted. I, and I'm going to keep a list, I think, moving forward. I wanted a story with St. Valentine. Mm-hmm. Um, does not exist. Uh, but do you know what St. Valentine is famous for? What is he famous for? He's the saint of epilepsy, uh, lovers, and beekeeping. Oh, and in 1969, hey, um, he was removed as a patron saint because there was a lack of information about him. Oh. So, yeah, so the Roman Catholic Church still recognizes him as a as a saint, but uh, yeah, he did he cured he cured a jailer's daughter of blindness and would sign his letters to her your Valentine. Um, oh. And yeah, he was just beheaded for being a fucking Christian in a Roman community. Like, just get out of here. Get out of here, right? Like, why Why don't we bring that uh, guillotine back? The times need it, but I digress. Yeah. Um, so I could not find that. But what I did find was a 16-page banger about a Cupid. Ooh. And my story was real short, real short, real sweet. Um, there, I have no information about, <laughs> about the author. So it's called Candy and Corsets 3, Candied Experiment. And I tried to Google. <laughs> I tried to Google the author's name um, before I realized it was a play on words. <laughs> yeah, the author's name is Libby Doe. Oh, um, that's and so I was good. Like, I know. I was like, oh, what a, what else do they write? That it was like a libido. I was like, I had to Google that to pick that up. <laughs> so. My story is set in the Victorian era, but um, I read the whole thing with a thick German accent in my head because it's set in a candy shop. And I watch a lot of Shrek, and and, in Shrek, German people love candy. I don't know what to tell you. So um, it it features a a female-esque character um, who has recently acquired a female form, but is in fact a cherubim, which is a cherub, so a cupid. Um, and it goes to a lot of sex parties and it's, va- it's Valentine's Eve. And the thing about cherubs in this universe is they just love candy. They re- really, really love sweets. They don't know why it just, it's part of Are like, they Amish? <laughs> they're not, they're horny Victorians. I, I apologize. But you know, um, the Amish love sweets. I know they do, but I don't think they would love sweets the way that this cherub loves okay. sweets. Okay. Fair. Fair. So. The cherub is in this little candy shop and notice that like her wings are out. She's like, that's weird, but okay, whatever. Um, and it's about to eat some of the candies and cakes in the shop when she gets, she turns around, she's face to face with a man and he's like, oh, and she's like, oh no, what's going to happen? I guess I'll have to kill him. <laughs> but then he like quickly ties her up and she's like, what's going on? And he's like, oh, I'm a doctor and I I've been waiting to meet a cherub to, so I could run experiments on them. And she's like, oh, well, like what kind of experiments? Obviously, Julie, he meant sexy experiments. Because he also goes to these sex parties that are run by cherubs or where cherubs are featured. Um, and cherubs release a sort of chemical in this universe w- that makes people super horny. 
Um, so he's like, I'm just, he's like, I know that you love sweets. Um, so I just want to run some experiments. Now the doctor lives above this little candy shop. So it belongs to his brother and sister-in-law. Um, so I guess he feels like he's okay to take sweets from the counter. So the cherub's like, okay, I'll, I'll do these experiments with you, but I just want one of those tea cakes. And he's like, okay. So he like feeds her this tea cake. Um, and he's like, he just starts finger banging her and uh, he's like, are your wings as sensitive as your pussy? And she's like, I don't know. He's like, well, can I touch them? And she's like, yep. And so he touches her wings and she's like, oh boy. And just like gets all into it. And then um, they end up fucking. And then uh, the guy's like, I wonder if Candy has the same reaction to you in other places. And then he fucks her with some candy. And then uh, he fucks her with his penis and some candy. Um, And when he bottoms out inside of her, as they put it in the story, um, he just keeps getting her off and they have a good time. And then uh, she's like, maybe I should just kill him because he won't stop making me come. I got places to be candy to eat. And then uh, he's like, maybe we can meet again this time next year. And she's like, okay. And that was my story. Now I'm not against consensual role-playing candy sex on valentine's day as you shouldn't be i mean you're not in the business of yucking people's yums never never and you know what the cherub um the supreme being uh you know how i feel about the 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 hierarchy of angels um was really into it and i feel like they would be the best judge of a situation like that and could have killed this man right they were always in control they could have killed this man blink of an eye you know, she shot some power at him one time that just made him come his pants. So we know who the supreme being is in that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes, you, you know, in in the interest of role playing, you got to give your partner a little bit of that, uh, a little bit of power in the bedroom, you know, because you're obviously more powerful than them and they just want to feel stronger for a minute. And that's what this cherub did. So it was it was spicy. It was all right. I mean. It's hard to think of something as spicy when there's candy involved because candy's not particularly spicy. Certainly not. Um, you wouldn't want a spicy candy in your vagina. No. no. It, cherub or not, frankly. Um, so there was no actual spicy candy in it, but there was a lot of wet candy. So I'm going to give this story three out of five slush puppies. Oh. Yeah. It was good. It was all right. I liked it. Yeah. Um, it's better with the German accent. You know, it's it's called, you know, corsets and candy or whatever, but there were no corsets. Everyone was real naked. So um without further ado. Yeah, it was like oh, do you have questions? Uh I I wanna know what is the cover? Is there a literal it's, Cupid? Like, is there a cherub? It's just, it's a lady with a heart lollipop in front of her mouth. Okay. Okay. Because I was yeah. like, are they... Tasteful. Okay, Tasteful. Okay. That's what I wanted to yeah. know. Thank you. Now I yeah. want you to read me a reenactment and I want there to be accents. Well, mine's pretty filthy. Um, Even better. Let me see here. Uh, where's the best place to read for you? Okay. <clears throat> It's a shame you are going to disappear soon. There are so many things I want to try with you. He's more fun than I expected, too. I plan to spend the whole time eating, but this has been rather a fun surprise. Especially the thing with my wings. 
I think I'll come find him again next year. He pulls the lollipop out of my mouth, ignoring my pout. Does sugar affect you like this in other ways? My brow furrows in confusion. What do you mean? He nudges my knees wordlessly, asking me to spread them, and I obey, curious to see where this is going. I mean this. Then he's plunging the lollipop deep inside my pussy. No mercy, no warning. Just as deep as he can make it reach. And it's a long fucking lollipop. I cry out, throwing my head back and spreading my legs wider, wordlessly begging for more. Like that, do you? He pushes just a little deeper, swirling it around inside. I moan, long and loud. Yes, please, more. The bumpy lengths of the candy stretches me, hitting different inside, catching on my tunnel and making me gasp. He moves it in and out, fucking me with it. Is this better than my cock? I don't know. You haven't given me your cock. You're strangling this lollipop. I wonder if it could snap in half with that cunt of yours. He fucks me harder with it, driving me higher, making desperate noises come out of me. And right as I reach the edge, he stops, sliding the lollipop out of me, not giving me the release I need. I whimper, please. We're going to see which you prefer. He aims his cock at my pussy and pushes inside slowly, making me very hot. A low, satisfied groan comes from my chest as my eyes roll back in my head. His cock feels so much better than the candy. Once he bottoms out inside me, I make a desperate sound. He bends down and takes one of my nipples in his mouth, sucking it hard as he pulls out and slams back in. So hard, I see stars. Fuck! You feel good too. He fucks me hard for several moments, drilling me on the counter, driving me back to the edge. But then he stops again, stealing inside of me. I should have killed this doctor like I had originally planned. Then he, he puts the lollipop back in and they finish it. That was steamy. Especially with that accent, honestly. The lollipop. (laughs) Well done. Okay, so what is your um what is your take on ever are you gonna continue to try to find a Saint Valentine's Day or have you decided like for next year, or have you just decided to lean into it's gonna be Cupid Filth? Would you read Cupid Filth again? Is my question. I w- you know what? I um, had a lot on my plate this week, and so I didn't give myself an opportunity to add more time to my ability to read. So I think there's probably, you know, there's probably some really good stuff out there. I would read a Cupid again, but I feel compelled to just fill in the blanks. Like there's no, there's no St. Valentine erotica. Yeah, that's a try to make it. Yeah, absolutely. When we see a gap here in Ravage Love, I mean, we fully intend to fill it. Ayo! Um, And that includes, yeah. yeah, How is there Slenderman erotica and Cupid erotica and women getting impregnated by the Easter Bunny erotica, but no St. Valentine's erotica? That's bullshit. It's because feminists are doing away with the history of man, Julie. Oh, okay. Some yeah. Gaia type shit. I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is uh, this is the start of season four. But friends, we have a lot in store for this season. It is Black History Month. February is Black History mm-hmm. Month, so we're gonna hit you with some Black History Month content next week. We're gonna have uh, black authors and or black characters. Um, we also are going to be hitting up some themes we haven't done before. Uh, robots? 
We're going to do sexy robots. Yeah, that's a thing, y'all. We're, robots? We're gonna, of course it is, Julie. Of course it is. Um, we're going to be talking about some nannies. Haven't done that yet. And then we're going to revisit mm-hmm. some old favorites like historical romance. Um, we got some stuff lined up for International Women's Day. Um, we're going to be doing some more YA this season. Mm-hmm. So we got some uh, lots of queer stuff lined up. Um, we're going to get into more, um, you know, we've done firefighters, but we're going to do, uh, some medics. Um, we're going to do all, like, we're going to hit all kinds of, revisit some old faves like Pulp Fiction and historical and, um, and then, yeah, we're going to venture off into some new territory. So lots planned. We still have swag. We have magnets. So we're going to have contests. We're going to have all kinds of shit going. So you're going to want to make sure you follow us on the socials, Instagram and Twitter. We're also going to try really hard this season to offload a lot of our old books. So if there (laughs) is a book that we've read in previous episodes that you are interested in, um, you can send us a note. We're going to try and, you know, find a way to put them online for people to just snatch them up. And it's not, they won't be expensive. Like, just pay to ship them to you, please. Um, Yeah, get the shit off our shelf. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm... Every time I come home with books, the kids are like, do you need more books, mom? <laughs> like, fuck you. Maybe if I didn't have so much to clean, I could read more. <laughs> kids are ungrateful. But, um, yeah. Yeah, we're going to be – yeah, if you want some of the books, um, basically, unless it's an ebook, we will sell it to you. We will take – you can take it off our hands. You can enjoy our copies of the books on top of yeah stickers magnets contests all kinds of cool shit so thanks for sticking with us for four seasons y'all i'm stoked for what we're cooking up for you now it's gonna be good Mm -hmm. and um also thank you to our editor producer guy josh he is keeping the dream alive frankly and is expecting a little bundle of joy in a few months very near my birthday oh. there's a good chance i'm gonna get a birthday bud but we couldn't do this without you no oh, baby boy we can't love you we can't we do not ravage love does not exist without josh like just 100 mm-hmm. so could not do this without him um so yeah huge thanks to josh Huge thanks to Josh and huge thanks to uh, everyone for tuning in week after week after all of this time. It's four seasons. I'm so excited. Oh, is this like four seasons landscaping? Like, are we going to have to? <laughs> 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 no. Oh, <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks so much for listening, folks. I'm excited to uh, see you next week where we're going to be reading books um, on the theme of Black History Month. Which is great. Mm-hmm. Just a couple of white chicks. <laughs> but also, I just, I mean, it's important. Black History Month is important every year. But I think especially it is so important. in Canada this year, with it being so overshadowed by the quote-unquote Freedom Convoy, um, yeah. it's like, it feels like it's not getting the attention it deserves. And even here in Ottawa, for example, a lot of local organizations had planned on highlighting the work of local black leaders and have opted not to because it would make them targeted by mm. the freedom convoy. And so like just such a bummer. So it's really important. Yeah. That we, um, and like every single time we've have been like intentional about reading books by women of color, the best written, some of the spiciest fucking books, mm-hmm. like Beverly Jenkins. Fuck me up. Stacey Abrams. Remember? Whew. 
Yeah, spice. So yeah, we're going to hit you with some spice next week. Promise, guaranteed. Um, But yeah, week after week, we're going to keep bringing you the lulls because joy is resistance, Renee. Well, I'm doing my best. (laughs) We're doing our best for our listeners. How's that? Okay, that's fair. We'll we'll, we'll try to do our best to bring them joy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Julie. Short but sweet. Do you want to do your thing? Do you want to sing us out? Hells yeah. Ravage love. Ravage love. Bye. Bye. Artwork for the podcast was created by Karen McKnight. Special thanks to Press Start to Join for production assistance. For gaming and tech news, search Press Start to Join or on social media at PS, the number two, J Show. Connect with us online at Ravage Love on Instagram and by email at ravagelove.podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm.